People like you, organizations like Rape Check, I love you guys. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Ramp Check Podcast. You're like, who? Oh god, I know. We're back. We're here. Hi, it's Tony. It's Aaron. And it's Ryan. Yeah. How have you been? Are you doing well? Are you safe? Are you healthy? Well, it's God. been a little bit. It, it has, and you know, I'm not even going to say, "Oh, it's because of this or this." We just we're back, and I'm happy. So let's just go. So am yes. I. I'm, yes, I'm just, yeah, um, I know, I know. We 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 miss recording though. Oh, and, uh, putting these so out much, and you know, we, we still communicate with y'all on social media and. You know, and we love that and our following and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we appreciate you uh, tuning into this episode. Right. And, and yes, we are sorry it's been so long. And uh, uh, we've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I just said we, we were... weren't going to, but go <laughs> ahead. We weren't going to what? Go ahead. Let go it... ahead. Go ahead. What were we going to say? I'm just going to say we're going to we're going to make every effort to be more frequent <laughs> <Yes>. again. <laughs> and there it is. And I'll, and and I'll tell you what, I'll just get it out of the way right now. Um since I've had some really bad allergies kick up, the whole covid joke just gets kind of old when anyone hears my voice or my or they see me that oh no, you have covid. So no, I do not have covid. I have really bad allergies to whatever's floating around in the air out there. So I'll just get that out of the way now. So if I'm sniffling and sneezing, and I don't need you to worry. I'm sitting in my basement by myself anyway. So we're good. Are you going to have a COVID sneeze? Yeah. Maybe. See, there it is. COVID COVID doesn't even make you have nasal congestion. So. It doesn't right. even matter. So blah, I know. Whatever. I know. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Here we are, and let's get rolling with aviation stuff. My goodness, go. a lot has happened since we talked last. Well, not since the three of us have talked last. Since we've spoken to you, our our listening audience. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we're not yeah. going to be able to cover all of it, but I think we've decided that. We're going to try to go more frequently with shorter episodes, and then that way it might be easier for us to put some more out. So, little little digestible, bite sized morsels of the Ram Check podcast. Well, sure. yeah, I mean, and then, and then and then that way it's not like we haven't done one in so long, and we do like a right. two hour one, you know. Instead, um, right. we'll just try to be a little more frequent you know i'm not going right. to promise anything because of our last few but uh <laughs> i can i can promise we will try that's what i will promise we're, we're yes. working on it and and i just i, I want to say this really quick too um uh thank you for everybody who has been supporting uh us in other ways following us on uh social media pretty much instagram we're, we're not doing a lot on twitter anymore of course um right. And uh, following the ramp check report and going to uh, buying some of that hashtag RCG ramp swag uh, with the ramp swag store. We'll be talking about all that. But thank you for supporting us, uh, knowing that we're still out there. And I hope you're really excited that uh, we're working on another episode of the podcast. I wanted to say, too, is one of the other reasons if we we're working on something pretty big. And we've kind of alluded to it before, but shit's kind of starting to get real. And we're pretty excited about it. And that's kind of taken up a little bit of our time as well. Yes, yes. And uh, we can say we literally just got off a Zoom call uh, with an uh, uh, industrial slash product design firm that we've actually contract with. So that's as far as we'll go with it right now. But uh, we are excited. Yes, and some some really exciting news is coming in the future. We just don't know exactly when, um, but 
instead of maybe being years away, now we're just a few months away. Hopefully. Yeah, now, now we're we're months. That's right. Cool. Yep. All right. Well, let's. All righty. Uh, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's get, get into the latest potatoes. aviation news. <laughs> Sorry. I... <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Wow, just kind of came out of me. So, um, obviously, 2020 was a shit show um, for aviation, for pretty much all industries, because aviation really touches every single industry out there. We've had, um, you know, in the very beginning, we had flights flying empty, flights just flying cargo, you know, flights with maybe one or two passengers. You can go back and check out some of our uh, episodes, especially uh, right around March of last year. If you haven't gone back and listened to the podcast, um, just kind of kind of going through talking with some pilots that uh, work for some airlines, kind of giving us a heads up on what's going on. And then, of course, the airlines and the mask mandates. And you've seen families being thrown off of flights because a two-year-old, let me say that again, because a two-year-old will not keep a mask on. I mean, I know. Seriously, it's ridiculous. You've had all that going on. Right. It is. It is absolutely ridiculous. You've had that going on. Then things kind of stepped up a little bit after January 6th with people that just so happened to be in Washington, D.C. that were supporting uh, a or attending a presidential rally. Then they're thrown on these no fly lists and they're being kicked off of flights. And then you have... Uh, certain airlines that decide that they want to go woke. Um, Now, before we go any further, I do want to say this. Uh, The Ramp Check podcast, me, Aaron, Ryan, Ramp Check Global, we do not condone any type of discrimination whatsoever, whether it's based on your religion, your your race, your political beliefs, your, uh, your gender, yeah, whether uh, whether you, whether you like Airbus or Boeing better, like right. we just it, absolutely don't condone any of it. Right. Anything like that. And yet there are certain airlines out there and I mean you can you can read this article. Have we uh, have we linked this to uh Ramchek no, before we, yet? Nope, we just barely found it okay. actually just just a little bit ago. Yep. So this should be up on Ram Check Report soon, but we're going to kind of go over this with you right now. If if uh, well, by the time you're hearing the podcast, this will be up on Ram Check Report, so you'll be able to to kind of read the whole article. Um, but uh, so Delta Airlines uh, has how do I even describe it, brothers? Well, just just read read the uh, read the title of the article. So. Delta employees circulate a scathing letter condemning the company CEO's woke fascism. Now, if you don't know what fascism is, look up the definition. But basically, it's when the corporate world tries to run the government. There's obviously a much more technical uh, definition, but that's pretty much the definition of fascism. And so Delta Airlines, they... How do I put it, you guys? What what are some of the things that they've done? They've 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 like they well, branded here, okay, people here. that won't wear a mask. They've branded them like conservatives or MAGA supporters or yeah. you know, and and the people are being discriminated against, and then they're discriminating against people um, because of their color, or I should say, because of their not color. Yeah, I mean, in, it's, in that yeah, respect, it's it just and, and and this article goes on to talk about how Delta is now firing employees when they're on their own time, not representing the airline, right. not representing any part of their work. They're being fired for any kind of political. Well, I guess I shouldn't say any kind one specific type of right. a political belief. And and they're really you know, going after people that are more as far as like 
I guess you could say conservative, Republican, Trump supporter, you name it, whatever it is. It, and no company, no airline should, they should not give a shit who you voted for or who you support. It, you know, it's all about the content of you, of who you are as a person and that you are a great employee for the company you're working for. That's right. all that should matter. Right. And now, Delta yeah, is there's... absolutely <clears throat> stepping out of bounds in a lot of what they're doing. This... Well, there's there's really no form of this in, that is okay. Like, if you ask me, no, like, not at and all. when I say no form of it, you know, obviously we lean more to the conservative side. So I'm sure people listening are like, well, yeah, you don't agree with it because it goes again. But you know what? It's not okay. It's not okay even if it were the other way around. Let me ask some people listening who are maybe on the other side of the fence. What if the company you work for released something like this and it went against your views and your side? You would be losing your shit over it because you would say it's not fair. Not only is it not fair, it's not right, it's not ethical. And so what we're saying when we preface this with we don't in any way condone this type of behavior, I would absolutely think it was wrong if it was the other way 100 percent, because it doesn't matter what your views are and you can be oh well a company can you know a company can place this and that well okay yeah they can but when you're in the middle of working for this company that's been around for all these years and all of a sudden they're just like oh sorry i don't agree with your views see you later it's bullshit is what it is but here's Here's the other thing, too, is, yeah, you might be irate about this and pissed off and you don't agree with this, but in today's culture, you can't speak out against it or you're going to be fired or canceled or shunned in some particular way. You know, everybody needs to grow the hell up, man. So for these employees... Yeah. So that, this, that this are speaking against it, you know, stop being afraid right. to speak against cancel culture. We need to well, push back. One voice can turn it can can turn into a hundred, can turn into a thousand, ten thousand, a million, whatever. One yeah. thing I wanted to say about this Delta employee is this was a flight attendant who was not representing Delta, posted um, and her name is Lady Maga, so I'm going to assume she's a female. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> and and a Trump supporter. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, she sounds like it. Um, oh, no, she's a ramp check supporter because she probably has that hat that says make airlines great again. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, by the way, you can get that on the ramp swag store. Uh, yes. I have one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she was terminated for posting political content on social media. On her which, personal social right, media. Right. Wasn't saying Delta that some Delta management deemed disagreeable. Yeah, and she got canned for that. Right. So her political views obviously lean conservative. So if she was posting the same thing on the other side of the coin, would that Delta management deem that disagreeable? Number one, it's a double standard. Yeah. Number two, why is this person or these people in Delta management monitoring what they're putting on social media? All they need to do now, if she's saying, you know, well, this is the way it should have been and the election should have gone this way and this and that. And I'm a Delta Airlines employee and I believe that this should be blah, blah. Well, then, of course, she needs to be spoken to because she is not a representative that's authorized to speak about what Delta Airlines position is. And quite frankly, Delta Airlines shouldn't have a fucking position about any of this. None of it. None of it. None of these companies should. You you are in business to serve your customer and to turn a profit. And that's it. Let me end of story. Well exactly. that's just it. They're not anymore. But you're right. that's exactly what they should be doing. So, so you're let right. me read yeah. let me read just a, a brief section of this letter. Um I'm gonna read a couple of paragraphs. I'm gonna skip around a little bit, but so sure. the letter begins actually the letter is titled Ed Bastain. Now he is the CEO of Delta Airlines right now. Currently, I think the that CEO. might be 
is it Bastain or Bastion? It's Bastion. But okay. Anyway, okay. Bastain. A um, little bit of disdain going on here. Yes, a little bit of disdain. A little Reuters, bit of Bastain. Reuters. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Ed Bastion and Death of Reason at Delta Airlines. That's what it's titled. And it's written by Anonymous. Uh, this letter was actually uh, uh, started circulating on the 10th of May of this year. Against the advice of colleagues... The following concerns regarding Delta's CEO, board of directors, and management are submitted anonymously for fear of reprisal. Again, right there. I mean, it's at the very beginning of the paragraph. Yeah. They're afraid to yeah. give their names, and I, they should. They should be at this point because of, of reprisals. The purpose yeah. of this letter is to convey executive and management practices detrimental to all employees, the company, and social relations. So to skip, uh, skip down just a little bit, it says, this is kind of getting what you were, you were saying, uh, Aaron. The charge of our executive slash management, bo- management body should be to build our brand, hire employees of merit, yep. provide the best customer service, build a strong company and create value and profit for stockholders. That's all. It is not and should not be the charge of Delta management to, and there's about eight or nine bullet points here. So it should not be the charge of Delta management to number one, contribute to political campaigns. Yep. To endorse social causes. True. To build the brand based upon personal, social, or political beliefs. Yep. To build yep. houses, sponsor parades, plant trees, nor fund climate change projects. So I'm just going to say something right now to, to the, um, the CEO of Delta, the board of directors, and the management uh, of Delta Airlines. Do you understand that the climate change agenda is basically going to shut you guys down? That's what they yeah. want. Yeah. They don't want airplanes in the air. Listen to that freaking nut job or Casio Cortez from New York. <laughs> I know all aviation to be oh, shut down. It's um, aviation. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. So if you guys are actually funding climate change projects, you're slitting your own throats, people. Yeah, there's one thing supporting that agenda and another thing saying, hey, let's do what we can to make the planet as clean as possible, which exactly. I totally yeah. support. Yep, exactly. exactly. Yep. Continuing, continuing down the list. Should not yes. be the charge of Delta Management to contribute money to nor distribute pins Promoting racist, Marxist, pseudo-terrorist political groups. Since you brought that up, we just need to make this clear, okay? Absolutely. All right? We 100% support all races, including black people. This is We have never been about being racist or, you know, taking one quote-unquote category that all these politicians like to put us all in and, you know... And, and say one is better than the other or one deserves more than the other, okay? We're all in this together. Absolutely. We're all humans. You know, we're here in America. We're all Americans, whatever country you're in. You know, you're all your, you know, nationality, whatever, okay? Now, we do not support groups that promote violence, that promote, you know, categorizing everybody in all these little categories, like, we do not support groups that divide, and that's what it's about, exactly. and that's why we would never support something like that. Well, so and anyway. I think the key word, you know, before, you know, we specifically went to the group um, when Tony said it was on that line when it says racist Marxist, I think you have to emphasize the word Marxist. Pseudo-terrorist. Um, because, you know, all it takes is a little research 
into some of these organizations and they flat out spell it out for you right there. And if you don't well, know what Marxism is, I encourage you yeah, and, to do and, your research on Marxism and tell me if that's really what you think exactly. America should and, be and, like. And it would be the same thing if they were if if they were pushing white supremacist. It's no exactly. Like, Absolutely. Because I don't support promote, anything they, they promote, that causes division. I just absolutely not division and violence. Absolutely, we don't support so, any of that. Let me say something because the reason why I actually mentioned BLM is because the pins that Delta Airlines was distributing to their employees were specifically the BLM pins. All right, right. right. do some research exactly. about the actual organization. That's yeah. what I want and you guys to do. not the concept. Take, exactly. Yeah. Not yeah. the yeah. concept. Yeah. Not the belief. Exactly. Because the yeah. thing is, and I know we're spending a little more time on this, but it's just because it's such a touchy thing to some people. Because well, yeah. basically what we're saying is, is that the organization itself, when you read their mission statement, to me it has nothing to do with that particular group of lives mattering. It has to do with promoting a type of treatment of others that causes division so but well, the concept of it absolutely like and, support and anything what, that's good for people and good right. for humanity yep okay so let's move on but i'm glad we clarified that because i i don't want i don't want anybody to be offended by what we're talking about we're reading a letter here and we're pointing out stuff that that not just delta airlines but a lot of these woke companies are are putting on their employees and it's 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 transferring over to their to their customers and this and that so okay so continuing down the list yeah it's dividing everybody and it's dividing people that love aviation right it's dividing you know it it, it's really frustrating that's why we just Mm -hmm. really needed to to kind of go right right to it but anyway okay go ahead with the list so continuing uh should not be the charge of Delta management to conduct hiring, firing, or promotions based upon race, gender, gender preference, quotas, or political, uh, political affiliations, etc. Also, the next one, pander to political, social, and racial causes and the leaders thereof. Pandering, huge yeah. word. Oh, yeah. Seek favoritism from political parties via implementation of party agendas. Yep. So it's all, I mean, really, if you look at all this, it's all a huge money laundering scheme. Here, you say this, we'll give you this much money. You do this, we'll give you this yeah. much money. Yeah, is, oh, you're is not going to do this? You're not going to get this money. Isn't it funny how the airlines beg the federal government of the United States for bailouts, and yet they're still paying their management and CEOs these huge bonuses. Oh, yeah. That's Even in this letter, too. These millions and millions of dollars of bailout money. It, it, right. It's ridiculous. Yep. It's, it's pay for play. Yep. That's exactly what it is. The next one, implement policies pitting company against individual employees. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Implement this next policies. one is what oh bugs me. Go ahead, right. Tony. Yeah. Go ahead. You read it, Ryan, since it, bu- Implement it bugs me Implement policies too, but... pitting company against customers requiring employees to isolate, humiliate, remove, and banish customers from the airline. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. is, that like, is ridiculous. It is not okay to humiliate someone based on anything. Anything. Like, we're going back to the old days here when we're we're segregating people based on their beliefs and it's a joke it going is. backwards. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Um, okay, and that kind of goes hand in hand with this one. Mandate how customers chew their food. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Prohibit common lexicon so not to offend, nor... Take public positions on the legitimacy or illegitimacy <laughs> of state election practices and reforms thereof. So basically what they're talking about is Delta speaking out about the state of Georgia uh, with their election reform. And then uh, what, I, what I did love 
about the state of Georgia, what they did. It's like, oh, well, all these tax breaks and funding you get. Okay, bye. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's yeah. The, the whole point is the airline should not be involved in anything right. like that. For crying this, out loud. this letter is two pages long. Um, and you should really go read it. Uh, like I said, it's going to be linked up to Ramcheck report. You should read it because here's the thing. All employees, and, and actually, let me backtrack. Aaron, when you and I and Ryan were first talking about this, when we found out about Delta's woke agenda and what they're trying to do, what they're doing to their customers, they're doing to their employees, um, these, these, you know, we've heard rumors of like these mandatory trainings about, about certain privilege and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and we were saying not all these employees can can be behind this right right right. and let me and let me comment on that i can tell you right now that i have about six or seven different former co-workers from my years of working in aviation that actually work for delta and they are not of one race one religion whatever they're a mix of different colors, different minority, you'd consider minority, white people, all that. Not one of them, not one of them supports any of this crap Delta's doing because I have mm-hmm. spoken to all of them about it. Yeah. So so right there, I'm like six for six on people who work just in Salt Lake that do not support it. So I just don't see how you could. Yeah. and And I'm really happy to see that somebody actually had the balls to write a letter like this. Um, and I guess there's, there's a lot of other employees that are getting behind this. This is circulating the airline. Um, and, and let me just read the last paragraph of this because this is what they want. Sure. Shareholders appoint an executive team capable of keeping personal political agendas out of operations. Concentrate on principles of professionalism and merit throughout. Void of woke, racist, and sexist political reverse persecution. No one person nor management body should be allowed to mold this airline in their own utopian image. Again, it's kind of getting back to the whole fascism thing. We don't need petty, insecure, pandering Virtue signaling yes bots, forcing political censorship, racism, and soft bigotry of low expectations upon our fine institution. Appoint a competent CEO to rebuild and maintain our great airline. Remove Ed Bastian and his supporting teams from the top down. Every last one of them. Begin again rebuilding this airline, this great airline, free of corporate activism. Delta and everyone working herein should be better served with management free of woke, foolish, pious, 24-7 racist, politically naive views. As presently composed, executive slash management are a social justice disaster and not as bright as they think. Yeah. Yeah, amen to the person that wrote this. I mean, yeah, seriously. I mean, yeah, and, and it shows and we how wish much them luck. They, yep. Yeah, yep. and and it shows how much they love the airline and how passionate they are about it. I mean, it's right. like we're we're passionate about aviation. We want everybody su- to succeed in aviation. Everybody. Absolutely. It sounds to me that someone that loves their job, loves their company, and they're pleading like, you know what? Why are we letting things get in the way of how we run our airline because of someone's feelings or opinion. Like that was real, really, uh, it was written really well when it said, um, you know, we don't need petty, insecure, pandering, virtue signaling, yes, bots, forcing political censorship, (laughs) racism, you know, like, it's like, yeah, like totally. And, and you know, let me just say this too, because I know we're kind of ending on this story. Don't you guys just love the times when you had things come up like this in the world and you worked at the airport and you were in the line shack? Because I'll tell you what. Yeah. There was someone from every background in that line shack. And yep. there were 
heated discussions, arguments. Uh, you would put all that shit out right there in the line shack, and then everyone would, like, put their yeah. arm around each other and go out and work the same flight and get the same thing done. And everyone had each other's backs, no matter what their background was, no matter right. what their race was, no matter where they come came from. Like, you name it. If you've worked at the airport long enough, you've worked with someone from different countries, different backgrounds, different skin colors, different sexual affiliations, different everything. And no one gave a shit. They just yeah, loved working out on the, the ramp. Nobody yep. cares. But they're nope. trying to make people care. They're exactly. trying to make people hate each other for the stupidest, most petty, petty reasons yeah, it's just you know we we need we need to start handing out these CEOs and management like binkies and diapers. I mean, grow up for crying right. out loud. Well, you're, right. grown, you're grown men and women act like it. I think the the one thing that stroked the biggest chord with me in this letter and and what <laughs> stroke <laughs> stroke the chord. Huh? I said struck. That's what I thought too. Anyway, what so, stroked your core? Uh, the, what stood out? <laughs> <laughs> what stood out most to me was the implement policies pitting company against customers requiring employees to isolate, humiliate, remove, and banish customers from the airline. That shit's not only happening at Delta. That's happening at a lot of different airlines. Southwest Airlines, you're guilty of it. American Airlines, you're guilty of it. United Airlines, you're guilty of it. All these airlines. And not all of these, I'm sorry, not all of these have probably been the official policy of the airline to some extent. I think that there are certain individuals that also take on these agendas themselves. And they feel like they need to act a certain way, whether they're whether they're virtue signaling, whether they have just received this additional power that they think they just have to use. Everybody needs to just chill the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody needs to take a deep breath. And then if you're an employee of one of these companies that has decided they want to uh, go woke, go broke. Um, If you care about your company, if you care about your coworkers, if you care about your customers, you guys need to grow a pair of testicles just like this guy. Or it could have been a woman that wrote it, though, too. That's true. It could have been a woman that wrote it, too, dude. The whole fact is these airlines – and so many other companies too, but obviously our passion is the aviation side. Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to outwoke themselves, and it's just going to bury them. It's they're, it's going to ruin it. It's it's so true. It's so true. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm more woke than you are. Exactly. Oh, no. I'm more woke. Watch this. I'm more woke than you. It's just unbelievable. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's, it's like it almost it almost. What it's doing is it's actually ruining legitimate causes. It really is. It's it it's is. ruining it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because there know, are legitimate causes that yes. we, us three brothers, care about and are sensitive Absolutely. to. But you're right, Aaron. It's ruining them because people aren't doing the necessary research into them, and they're just yelling yeah. that support this without truly knowing like the guts yeah. of it. You know yeah, what I mean? All, all, you, all you have to do is treat everyone like, here's the deal. Treat everyone literally like equally, okay? Right. If you're white, if you're black, if you're Asian, if you're gay, if who gives a shit? Are you a good person? That's exactly. About. Are you a good person? Do you do your job well? And, um... You know, obviously there's company rules and stuff, you know. I mean, you've got to put on, you know, I mean, you you can't be walking around with a freaking cigarette and a joint when you're uniform, for crying out loud. I mean, there's certain things you have to do, you know, be professional. But it's like, come on, people. Just treat all all these woke companies do and say, you know, equality, equality, equality. Well, 
No, they're not doing that. They're not treating no. everybody equally. And that's their agendas happened. are not about equality. Although exactly, that's what and, and everybody wants equality. Yeah. yeah, everybody wants equality, but it ruins them because of the nature of how they go right. about it. So, exactly. I'm really glad to read this letter to to see that somebody is actually standing up to what's going on. And I'm sure that there's more and more of this happening. But wouldn't it be cool if like the entire pilots union for an airline or a flight attendants union or the, the line workers or the maintenance unions. If, if, if one of these unions actually got behind this and said, you know what? If yeah. you guys don't change direction of what we're going right now, we're going to stop it because these unions have a lot of power when it comes to the day-to-day operation of these airlines. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, so anyway, whoever wrote this, hope you get to keep your job. Uh, And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, Congratulations for sticking your neck out because absolutely everybody everybody needs to adopt this, and everybody needs to realize, you know, these companies need to be run based on serving the customer, right, and turning a profit because. You know, you're in business to make money, obviously, but it's like serve your customer, stop trying to outwoke yourself and you know, all the other companies, and just be good human beings and like everything else will just fall into place. That's all it yep. is. Yeah, yep. exactly. It is the name and- of Jesus Christ, Amen. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. end of end of the prayer. <laughs> yeah. So definitely somebody who genuinely cares about the success of their company, their employees, and they're not happy about it. So um, commercial airlines or commercial aviation, one more, a couple of things to uh, talk about really quick. Um, Boom Supersonic. We've talked about these guys before. Um, They're trying to develop a supersonic airliner, uh, designed to seat about 65 to 88 people. Um, they'll focus on over 500 primarily transoceanic routes that will benefit from speeds of about Mach 2.2. Uh, they're out there saying that they want to fly anyone anywhere in the world in four hours for 100 bucks. Sign me up. <laughs> Would that be awesome? That would be be awesome. awesome. (laughs) You you know, what's funny is uh, Elon Musk is probably going to beat him to it with the Starship. (laughs) And it's not even an airliner. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) But, yeah, I mean. so crazy to me. I don't know. It'd be nice to see. um, You know, the the unfortunate thing is it's very difficult, you know, manufacturing, you know, designing, manufacturing and sustaining mm-hmm. these high-performance aircraft like this. I mean, you look at the cost to maintain, you know, military aircraft that, that right. do this kind of thing. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I mean, hopefully they can stay at it. I mean, they're one of their competitors, you know, Arion Supersonic, they literally just over the last week or so just closed suddenly. Yep. Um, they, they couldn't secure the funding they needed to continue operations and development. Oh, and it wasn't, it wasn't because of COVID. Yeah. I don't know. It, they, <laughs> they're probably going to blame some of it on that. Everything too. else was right. Yeah, no, no doubt. But you know, what's, it's just, it's what's the aircraft called again? Uh, like the, or what's it called? It starts with so, an O. Well, they're, they're damaged. It's, uh, let's see. Overture. Oh, the overture. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, but, uh, so, so they're basically like when you look at the concepts, it does look a lot like the Concorde. I mean, right. obviously it doesn't have the same, yeah. you know, nose shape and everything like right. how the Concorde did, but, um, yeah, sign <laughs> me up too. I think it would be pretty badass to go anywhere. I think it says, uh, the initial, uh, look was for 500, uh, here it is right here. The overture will focus on over 500 primarily transoceanic routes that will benefit from the aircraft's Mach 2.2 speeds. 
that's, yeah, that's awesome. pretty that's that's pretty cool. So when they're talking a hundred bucks, just to put that into perspective, so the Concord, which by the nineties was charging around uh twelve grand for a round trip. That's nuts, man. Twelve thousand dollars to fly the Concorde. Hey, well, inflation's going, you know, that direction. So we'll see right. what happens. <laughs> exactly. The only thing that stands out to me is when you're talking, like, like Aaron kind of said, a high performance aircraft like this, and you're trying to only charge like a hundred bucks a seat. The thing that stands out to me is the. The seating capacity, 65 to 88 people. Yeah. Yeah, it's like so, a regional jet. Well, that's 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 actually where I was trying to go with this because, um, you know, I worked for SkyWest Airlines, which is a complete fleet of regional jets. Um, yeah. You know, the, the CRJ 200, 700, 900s. Now, of course, they fly the, uh, the Embraer's. Um, as well, but yeah. right, but but there were a couple of airlines that were trying to base a um, I'm trying can't remember the name of the model, but basically not flying as a regional jet as a scheduled airline and using the 50 seat CRJ 200. They just they could not get their costs down enough to number one be profitable, but number two even to stay in operation. I wish I could remember the name of the airline. Um, but they yeah, were, they were a regional carrier for like United for many, many years. And I can't remember if that was their only partner, but then all of a sudden they decided, Oh, we're just going to branch off on our own and do our own airline. And it just could not sustain itself with the amount, uh, they would have yeah. to charge these tickets for these flights. So, yeah, so we'll have to see, I mean, the CRJ 200 is, when you look at it, it's 2021. That's a pretty old jet now. Yeah. Um, you know, and the technologies, the composites, the engines, all the stuff. So, so I wish these guys nothing but luck. I, I hope that something like that happens. And I really, really, really want to fly on a supersonic jet. I know that would, that would be, be amazing. amazing. <laughs> so a um, couple quick things before we wrap up. Like we said, this is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter uh, episode because we just wanted to say hi, let you know we're still out here, get a few things off our chest. And um, when you thought that the news couldn't get any worse, now the Air Force wants to give the F-22 Raptor an early retirement. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know it was funny when when these articles started to pop uh our patreon supporter matt wadman he, he texts me and he's like what the hell man and i was like looking at it and i was like oh god yeah it's it's unbelievable some i don't know i mean the thing that pisses me off is the air force they cut the production of the f-22 way 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 too short okay, and that was under time. which administration um, it was under Bush, actually. I think it mm-hmm. was, I think it was Secretary of Defense uh, Dick Cheney. Um, Dick, I think, yeah, <laughs> if I remember right. But, but I mean, they stopped production under two hundred aircraft. Okay, mm-hmm. they originally were going to buy around four hundred, which the Air Force really did need. Um, and uh, I mean, you look at some of these other superpowers. Uh, you know, or at least trying to be superpower, you know, China, Russia, you know, they, they have their, you know, China, their, their, you know, J-20, Russia has their SU-57s and other fifth generation and beyond aircraft that they're working on. Um, in my opinion, they're not really, I mean, just because they look like they're fifth generation doesn't necessarily mean they are. I mean, you can shape oh, no. anything. You can shape anything the way you want, make it look like an F-22 or an F-35 or whatever, uh, but it's not necessarily, you know, fifth or, you know, going on to sixth generation. Soon. Right. Um, you know, because that's all about avionics, electronics, uh, power plant, you name it. And so um, it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, obviously the Air Force, what, what, uh, what was the Air Force saying? Like, I just I, I pulled up an article that was so, on uh, I think Popular Mechanics and it was talking about so the 
Right. So I was just going to say, um, to kind of answer your question. So right now, the Air Force is made up of seven fighter types. The F-22, the F-15 CD, the F-15E Strike Eagle, the EX Super Eagle, the Joint Strike Fighter, the F-35. Um, Actually, it's called the Eagle 2, remember, not the Super Eagle. Oh, that's right. So this article just lost all the credibility. The EX. (laughs) Um, So the F-16 and the A-10. So the current Air Force Chief of Staff, General C.Q. Brown, wants to shrink that number of fleets from seven to just four. Yeah. So under this plan, that would eliminate the F-15C, the F-15D, and E. So the F-15CD, the F-15E, yeah, the A-10, and the F-22. And it would keep the F-15EX, the F-35, and the F-16, joined by a new uh, next-generation air dominance. Yeah, that, that's, the uh, sixth genera- yeah that's the sixth-generation mm-hmm. fighter that, that they're right. working on. And, and uh, I don't know. I just I, How do you replace the A-10? I mean, there's nothing that could do what the A-10 does. Um, the F-15Cs mm-hmm. and Ds, they're all you know, wearing out. That's what the EX is for. Uh, oh, sure. So That's... I get that. There's still plenty Get rid of, of the... Fun. Yeah, the aging airframes, just replace them with newer airframes. You know, it's... Uh, I just... Uh, it just bugs me about the F-22. I mean... The, F- I mean, the F-22 just... is, is still so capable and will be for, for years to come. And, I mean... I guess the one thing, it's not like they're going to retire it in five or ten years. I mean, it's it's uh, there's a lot of, you know, political, military changes between now and then. I mean, we, we could have a freaking... I mean, these major, are proposals. Yeah, we could have a major conflict next year, and the mm-hmm. F-22 just freaking dominates like it's supposed to. And then all of a sudden, hey... You know, let's extend the life of those and let's get our sixth generation fighters. We're obviously not going to build more F-22s because all those funds will be allocated to a sixth gen fighter, which, you know, the Air Force is already flight testing. That's super Mm -hmm. secretive. I mean, they've already flown a full scale, you know, demonstrator, which is crazy. I know, Um, right? Well, and rumor too that the... Well, and the other rumor out there that the Raiders been flying around as well. Gosh, I know. There's so many. Jeez. Man, it would be so nice to have security clearance. Just to know, you know? Oh, man. Right? <laughs> well, I just, I don't ever think about the technical part of when you hear about something like this. I'm just like, not the Raptor. You know, I just, I know. I just don't I want an aircraft that I love so much, like, to go away you know so kind of sucks but like you said it's not yeah. like we're not going to be not seeing it next year it's it's not and it could change as well like yeah it depends definitely. on a lot so but so we won't submit this one in stone um yeah i don't know what else you guys wanted to talk about but can i just briefly comment on this one article we had on ramp check report about the learjet pilots that lost their job Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. It's, so, I mean, I'm laughing. I'm I'm not laughing that they lost their jobs, but they were flying a medical Lear 31, and they lost their jobs because they they did a a couple of barrel rolls. Oh shit! <laughs> and I guess I guess they kind of got told on. Um, it doesn't really say specifically who was the one that did the tattling, but uh, just feel bad for those guys because you know. A little Hopefully 31 can roll so easily, and there wasn't Hopefully any. It was, it was a, a medical. No, no, it was yeah. a medical Learjet, <laughs> but there were, it was only company individuals on board. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, feel bad for you guys, but I just kind of wanted to. Well, say man, some kinda... were the were any of the pilots uh, named uh, Tex Johnson Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Okay. But that, anyway, as you all know, when Boeing was developing, you know, the Dash 80 at 7. Oh, yeah. The barrel roll that almost got him fired. 
Yeah, what, yeah. Oh, well, come on. Story. Just a couple guys having fun. Come on, let's, let's loosen know. the belt a little bit. Loosen the well, necktie. You got to you gotta get back on board with safety, though. That's probably... I know, I know. I know. That's, that's, that's <sighs> the thing. I mean, it, if they yeah. over-G'd the aircraft, I mean, that's expensive. And so, I mean, you can understand. I mean, it is a funny story, and it's a bummer, but... Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. You, I mean, I, I guess if you're not going to follow company regulations, that's probably grounds for termination. Yeah, well, company and probably FAA regulations yeah, as I well. Know. Um, I know, so these guys are probably uh, now looking for jobs flying rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. <laughs> that's um, right. That's right. <laughs> but That's I do right. want to say, too, just on that story, you guys remember uh, that Pinnacle Airlines uh, CRJ-200 that was on a ferry flight that crashed. This yeah. was many, many years ago. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the pilots, they were screwing around. They wow. they over It was either overspeeded or they exceeded the altitude, the ceiling uh, of the airplane, and they killed the engines and they died. So, yeah, I mean, too bad. Yeah. you know, it's, it, it is a funny story and it sucks that, I don't know, maybe it sucks that they got caught, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but then yeah. again, you know, you, you gotta, there, there has to be that, um, uh, that discipline, you know, and yeah. that, that yeah. level of safety. So yeah, yeah I mean, it wasn't the best part right. to do it. And I guess it was discovered. I reading deeper into the article during a routine readout of the FDR data. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that'll so, get kids. What big big brother is always watching, right? So, <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, too bad. But anyway, I just just one of the few stories you can see on rampcheckreport.com, which is also linked to rampcheckglobal.com. So if you guys want to check out some of these articles, that's still going strong. And, uh, yep, yeah, and you can you, check out any of these stories we talked about. I'd like to thank our nephew, uh, Grayson, who continues to assist with that project. Doing a great job, Grayson. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Gray. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Also, I was going to say, and if you if you want to check out the F twenty two, if that's on your bucket list, an easy place to see them. Telling you guys, Nellis Air Force Base. And oh, yes. uh, speaking of Nellis, guess what's coming up, guys? That's right, another red flag. Another red flag, huh? Twenty one three. We just booked our hotel rooms, and uh, we have confirmed that we will be there. So, um, let me pull up the dates are on my calendar here. Do you have it handy, Aaron? Yeah, the nineteenth through the twenty first, basically. The dates that will be there, but I mean the dates, the dates of actual that will red be flight. There. Yeah, oh, I mean those are the most the, important dates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I gotta say that. that's all anyone cares about, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So, so technically, and this information um, was uh, brought about through the Freedom of Information Act, uh, right? And um, it's red flag twenty one dash three, July nineteenth through <laughs> August sixth. The ni- July nineteenth through August sixth is technically uh, when it's going to go down. It's a great, I mean, atmosphere. Lots of half geeks. It's so cool to see. You know the pilots and our military. Uh, you know it's um, it's awe inspiring, and it is so worth going to Vegas. You know you're going to be in 110 degree heat in July in Vegas, but hell, it's you know just make sure your car is full of fuel and you have plenty of water. And, uh, you know yep. you, you hop out during the flying, and then you get back in the car when when there's nothing going on. But uh, um, it's going to be great. I mean, there's going to be, you know, F-16s, uh, F-22s, F-35s, uh, B-52s, B-2s, uh, Super Hornets, Legacy Hornets, Growlers, and then, of course, the support aircraft. You know, you got E-3s, E-8s, KC-135s, H-60s. Um, and then, you know, I know we're kind of going long. We said we're going to try to make this short, but, you know, we do have to mention that, uh, you know, Draken International lost a Mirage F1. Oh, that's right. Over this past week. And, and, uh, you know, Draken was scheduled to be part of the aggressor 
uh, red air for, for red flag and, and, you know, in the F1s. And, you know, hopefully that can go down. We don't really know, you know, what happened. Unfortunately, uh, the pilot was killed in that accident, which is always mm-hmm. sad. You know, I mean, and we just celebrated Memorial Day across the nation and, you know, our, you know, thoughts and prayers and hearts go out to the families of these, you know, lost pilots and souls and military. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's always rough to see that, especially in the industry that we love so much, um, you know. Well, it was kind of rough to see all the, and kind of odd at the same time to see all the photos because we've been out there so many times. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, know, so familiar, and uh, you know, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's definitely just sad. And I, you know, uh, I'm sure you know his buddies that were up there and probably flying around with them watched it happen, and you know, it's just yeah. a, it's a sad thing, but. Yeah, it is sad. And, and the thing is, 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 uh, you know, you, you can help support like the families and, and you know, of, of these, uh, you know, pilots that have lost their life doing this. And, you know, there's a really good, great organization called the Fallen, Fallen, Fallen Wings Foundation. And mm-hmm. you can find them on Instagram and, and, uh, you know, you donate and, uh, you know, they help out these, these families that, that are left. Um, you know, without their, their husbands and fathers, wives, you know, daughters, whatever. Um, and, uh, we, we've always supported them and, and, uh, they've, they've always been amazing taking care of these families. So, um, so anyway, yeah, that's, uh, so hopefully the, uh, uh, you know, Draken can, can still fly, um, and, you know, help out in their red air because, I'm sure yep. the pilot that, that, that died, I'm sure he would want them to continue on. And, and uh, you know, obviously, if there's an issue with the F1s that were brought over and used for that, you'd want that fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, if that had any, you know, any part of right. the accident. I mean, you just, you just never know. It'll be interesting to read, um, you know, the accident report, you know, once it finally comes out. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's always hard to see. <clears throat> Definitely. All right, so last thing that we're going to cover, um, and we're really not covering anything, but uh, uh, if you are going to Red Flag or if you can't go to Red Flag, why not bring Red Flag to you? What are you talking <laughs> about, Tony? Why, I'm glad you asked. Um, oh, Lord. Go yeah. to- <laughs> wow. Go, go to the oh. Ramp Swag store right now. Stop what you're doing, and you can see our Ram Check Global official, unofficial Red Flag 21-3 uh, designs. We've got T-shirts. We've got mugs. We've got muscle tees. That's a new thing. That's cool. Yeah. It's going to be uh, 110 out. I figured I'd throw some of those on there. Right. I wanted to wear one. Exactly. Um, what about the uh, Red Flag 21-3 Speedos? <laughs> no. There's okay. nothing like that out there yet for you. <laughs> I will right. not be wearing one of those. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, move I, on. Nothing, I, nothing I, del- I deliberately not put those up just for you, Tony. <laughs> um, awesome. Also, uh, we've got patches and stickers. Uh, patches it's all available here. The patches will be out soon. Those are still mm-hmm. being uh, made, but the stickers are available. Right. So if you are planning on attending Red Flag, and you want to look really cool, uh, go to the Ram Swag store right now. Get yourself some Ram Swag to, uh, to wear while you're at Red Flag. And I was just looking through some of this, and uh, oh, my God, like the, the, uh, the Thunderbird-themed stuff, the Blue yeah. Angels-themed stuff, it's amazing. The Air Combat Command solo teams, the demo teams. Um, I mean, so check this out wireless chargers for your phone these are <laughs> yeah, really cool those yeah are cool. that's a new I, product just that's a brand new cool. product at the ramp swag store check it out you've got the um the the tonopah range badge for the f-117s you've got the checkerboard I, just get on there and look there is some really cool shit to yeah. look at and, and, uh, and uh, buy. In, in addition to that and and the unofficial Thunderbird and Blue Angel stuff that we have. Mm-hmm. We have a really cool Solos rule, 
which are, you know, dedicated right. to the solos, you know, of those aircraft, uh, those teams. And then also, just because I was inspired recently, there's been a bunch of F5 contract aggressors up at I Hillary saw Ford. that. And so I just, I designed an Arctic Splinter F5 aggressor, uh, you know, villain. Uh, was their call sign over the radio. So I uh, threw together some designs for that too. So there's some kick-ass F5 aggressor stuff up now. You, I, I need that retro sunset F4 t-shirt. Yeah. That's, that's so cool awesome. Um, <laughs> also the, uh, uh, obviously we just had Memorial day. Um, and we want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts, a solemn, sincere thank you for the families. Uh, of our service members that basically made the ultimate sacrifice uh, for yes. our country and for our freedom. So I want to make sure we, we, we mention that. Yes. While I'm mentioning that, if you go on the Ramp Swag store, we've got the distressed uh, flag print with a lot of different shirts on there. So they, these are going to be perfect for the 4th of July, uh, yeah. even Labor Day. Uh, God, I wish we would have been able to mention these before memorial day but um yeah. there are some great designs um everything from the b1 to the h64s the um ch53s f15s go on there and take a look i'm getting me some of these so i'm going to order some right now as soon as we get off to the podcast <laughs> yeah so um Lots of cool stuff, especially if you haven't been on the Ramp Swag store in a while. So go and uh, take a look and get some of your Ramp Swag. So uh, really quick rundown, guys. Um, what do you want to mention, Aaron? Oh, I just, you know, again, thanks for uh, everyone's support and thanks for listening. Um, you know, if you have any comments, feel free to message us on Instagram. That's the best way to get a hold of us. Um, and... Uh, you know, our uh, expert AvGeek um, Patreon supporters, you know, I mean, we haven't really pushed Patreon a lot, but we do appreciate those. We got, you know, uh, we mentioned Matt a little yep. earlier and then, and then Brandon, you know, aircraft over off it. We still yep. have his uh, interview uh, that we're going to record uh, here in the near future. Our schedules just haven't lined up yet, but um you know, uh, we love doing this. Uh, we love the interaction. We love meeting uh, people. We're meeting people all the time when we go to Red mm-hmm. Flags or just out spotting at the airport or whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a big sincere thank you. Absolutely. Ryan, you want to mention something real quick? Um, yeah, I'll just second that. Um, second that meeting. Thanks for the support and for the following and the listening. Um and you know there was one last thing i wanted to mention um if anyone wants to check it out they need to go support rich cooper and there's a little interview segment from our last red flag absolutely that, i'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. yeah um and that was kind of fun to do and talk to rich um and and you guys are gonna have to help me since I thought about it on the fly. But what is Rich's uh, website that we can link? So it's that- it's the 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 Center of Aviation Photography, and if you f- you can find Rich Cooper on Instagram and as well mm-hmm. as the the, right. the Center for Gosh, he's gonna he's gonna totally beat us up if uh, we get that wrong. It's the Center of Aviation Photography, I believe, and I believe if you- if you type it Center. R E or E R, I think it all comes up the same. Oh, you, okay. So you don't have to use the British spelling. <laughs> I, don't, um. I don't think so. Don't hundred percent quote me on that. But uh, yeah, absolutely. But that, I was, that was bringing so that fun. up because not only was it fun, it was cool of Rich to have us on. Um, the the segment he does and in his site and everything is is really cool and it's really cool how he edits it and uh yeah and does it and for anyone that's thinking about going to red flag that was a really good segment to do and just watch that and you'll kind of get a taste of uh what it's like so uh yeah that's all i wanted to say great yeah and, and he's he's um he's got a great thing going He's completely redesigned his website. It's an awesome um, subscription service, and mm-hmm. he's got all kinds of of web, you know, like TV shows, um, information about aviation photography. I mean, you name it. 
Um, you know, he really hits it out of the park with that. And, and, and we absolutely love his passion. I mean, we can't wait to, you know, meet him and, and hang out and have a beer and, and uh, just, you know, shoot the shit because he's, he's just a cool dude, man. And, yep. uh, and yeah, we just also... to um, clarify, I just brought it up just so we can be clear. It's center of aviation photography.com and center is spelled C E N T R E. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Gotcha. Um, also, uh, we did have Rich as a guest on the podcast. If you want to hear an entire uh, uh, podcast with Rich, uh, excellent episode. Go back and listen to it. Listen to all of them. And uh, speaking of the podcast, you can go to rampcheckglobal.com. And you can uh, click on the Ramp Check podcast there. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, uh, Spotify, uh, Pandora. Basically, anywhere um, you can get a podcast, you can hear the Ramp Check podcast. Make sure you subscribe if it's your first time. Thanks for checking us out. Make sure uh, you spread it around. Um, Share it with your friends, family, whatever. Pick up some Ram Swag at the Ram Swag store. You can also get the latest <laughs> aviation. Yep. Did I say slag? Wham <laughs> swag. <laughs> the Wham Swag store. Yeah. Uh, um, you know what I meant. Um, the, uh, the latest aviation aerospace news is available on the Ram Check Report. All of that from RamCheckGlobal.com. Uh, make sure you go there. Um, thank you again for listening to the Ram Check podcast. Uh, Aaron, where can we find you on social media? Yeah, mostly at Ramp Check Global, but my personal is at Aaron Rumfollow. Um, and uh, yeah, give both a follow if you would like. Ryan. I am at Rumfollow Me and at Ramp Check Global. Awesome. Tony. And, <laughs> and me. I still haven't uh, um, created a new Instagram account. Uh, I'll do it Jeez. at some point. Okay. Um, I, I am on Twitter at TRumFollow. I haven't posted in a while either. Everything you're going to see that's worth taking a look at is at RampCheck Global. So, um, cool. yeah, until next time. And hopefully it's not, God, when was the last podcast? Well, let's know. not talk about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Until next time, Ryan. Good to be back, everyone. Good day.